That invasion is here, Rhodey. And we can't even tell who the invaders are. Nurse New Bully, your host Leroy, aka No Andre 3000, does not have a new album coming out with my co host. Alrighty then. Yeah, this is Eli, aka IG A and W. Okay, I thought you were going to say IGN is the best website. No endorsements here. That's another, yeah, I'm getting kind of obscure. So that's another star wars and food reference each one gets deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole you got to know yes, where we're going with man. this stuff yes you know? it's the da vinci code up in this bitch. <laughs> what, what does he mean by that you know uh yeah we're back coffee with coffee coffee what is that what does it mean he's a fucking genius <laughs> fucking spell check anyway oh uh, <laughs> We're back with another episode. We're just gonna jump into it. Okay, like I said, we have a we have a good show for you. We got some stuff, even though a whole lot of stuff didn't happen. We best show back. ever. <laughs> Every show is the best show ever. <laughs> I just hope I know nobody right this time. That's all. Uh, first thing, want to just jump off. Well, let's just jump off with this. I want to say, um, oh, prayers up for Tom Holland. Now, nothing happened to him. He's fine. It's just he's been starting a lot of shitty ass movies, and nobody's watching him. He's getting bad reviews. And on top of that. Zendaya just came out with a trailer where she's having a threesome with two dudes look just like him. So, you know, I feel bad for him. But I mean, because even though it's fake, it's not real, you know, it still hurts. Why does she look like like an Amish chick? <laughs> I don't know. They just got to look like that. It's just like I, maybe she didn't want to be touched by two dudes like Tom Holland. Maybe it's subconscious. I don't know. You know, <laughs> but don't feel too bad for him because, yeah, so Zendaya is out here getting her groove back. But next year, Sydney Sweeney's gonna be playing Spider Woman, so oh, yeah, Tom Holland get a lick back. Hey, he always said, Hey, I'll come back for Spider Man 4 if I have a good reason. Spider Woman, well, yes, yeah, Spider, she's playing Spider Woman, yeah, okay, and some uh, other Sony. I don't movie know who whatever. that is, damn, anyway. Well, God bless big, whoever she is, I don't know, big titty blonde, that's all that matters. Point <laughs> is, right. if he wants to, <laughs> yeah, if he wants to make Spider Man 4 and he wants a good reason, this is good enough reason. There you go, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, let's move on past that. Move on to the next part of podcast. Let's get into it, Eli. We're gonna bring back a, a classic for you. So give it to me. What is the number one movie of the week? You know what? I, I know you have no, no idea. idea. Matter of fact, only I way no I would know. I've been on bl- inter- internet blackout for most of the week, so I really don't know. <laughs> you you wouldn't you wouldn't have guessed anyway. You wouldn't have known. <laughs> but I'm just curious. What do you think it was? Whatever you get, you're gonna get it. Right. I don't even know what came what came out this week. Is okay. What came it's out last pre- week? Flash. Yes, yeah, a previous the- movie that came out before, so it's not a new movie. That's number one. It's not the Flash or or Guardians or something or Spider Man. Is it? Is it? Is it? 
or Mario, what, or I don't even Mario ain't even in the theater. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, you're not gonna guess. You're not gonna get it, even though it's a movie that's already been out. Well, but I'm, well I'm yeah, I, I think I guessed three guesses or something. <laughs> you get it's, it's one. Yes, one of them is the one you guess. So I'm gonna give it okay. to you. Yeah, you guess right. <laughs> the movie is boom, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it's back up at number one, even though it dropped down last week because of Flash, and then it took a spot back. So now it is oh, number one oh, again. Oh, like the Flash came out last week. Okay, yeah, yeah. Flash came out last week, yeah. Oh, uh, yo, what's popping? Oh, Jake, what it do? What up? <laughs> Wait for you to show up. You, 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 normally, Jake, you're early now. You know, normally, you're here before we get here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that's the weird thing about that. So, yes, and I was listening to this geese comments. Yes, Gomer, I was listening to it. A.K. David, I was listening. They got one fact wrong because they said, because yes, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse was one of the few movies that was not number one and then made it back to number one. And they said Guardians was like the other movie that did it, which they were right. Guardians was, did do it, but they got the movie wrong that it beat. The movie that Guardians of the Galaxy beat in its second week, even though it got beat by the first week, was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That live action one. The li- the one with... uh. Though, yeah, Megan, Megan, good Fox. Megan Fox. I, I, I get Fox. confused. I think, I think, I don't, I don't know which one. Megan I know, Fox. Yeah, <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Megan Fox, the one with Megan Fox in it. So that was the one that actually beat Guardians the first week. But then word of mouth got out about Guardians. Like, oh, the first one, one, right? It would have been the, the first Guardians. The first one. Yeah, the first Guardians. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles beat it that first week, and then Guardians beat it the second week. Even though they both came out in the same week, so which is pretty cool. I was working at Pizza Hut at the time. Guardians, the first no, that first Ninja Turtles came out, and there was that promotion, the Ninja Turtle Pizza Cut, Katana Cut. We we just cut it up in four slices. <laughs> they were gonna do some weird shit with that movie, man. There was some cool. We had there was some cool graphics on some of them. I'm a, I almost wish I kept one of them Ninja Turtle pizza boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we shit on the movie now, but for good reason. But there were some cool scenes in the movie I kind of like, like when they was freestyling or whatever in the in the elevator. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty Wu-Tang. cool. That's pretty cool. Going Wu Tang and shit. Or... <laughs> yeah, I don't we know, man. mixtape. <laughs> when when they're falling from the building and Raphael dumps out all his feelings, man. I I I ain't gonna lie, man. I got I got I got. That was some. That was some okay scenes in the movie. I like that. I thought that was. But I'm a. I like the Ninja Turtles, man. I. I, You know. The the problem is with movies that sometimes people have. They just want to watch movies that's a shit on them. That's all. So if you go into a movie just ready to hate on it, yeah, you're gonna get what you want to get out of it. But yeah, sometimes it's going with an open mind. You know. Yeah. Uh, Eli has that Pizza Hut hookup. (laughs) I guess long time ago. One time, yeah. Then then I then I worked at Domino's too. (laughs) (laughs) So what's the best local pizza place where where you at? Where I'm at, yeah. Because I, I know you just got. I know you can say Pizza Hut Domino, but it's some obscure place I've never heard of. You gonna say, "Oh, this place shits on us." So which, well, which, which Pizza Luce around in Twin Cities? Pizza Luce. Pizza Luce. Yeah. Is, is that call. an endorsement? Uh, sure. <laughs> they got a few around the city. They. Uh, I used to live the, the, the my old place before I moved. I lived by everything, and I miss living by everything. I live by a Pizza Luce, <laughs> <laughs> and now I don't anymore. <laughs> so. Yeah. Is, okay, so that Pizza Luce. So if I make it that way, that's where we're going, Pizza Luce. Uh, what is we going to talk about? Oh, let's talk. What, what is the Flash doing? What is the Flash right now? I'm not going to talk too much about the Flash because YouTube's algorithm has made it perfectly clear to me last week. No one gives a fuck about the Flash. So 
I'm just going to keep it brief what I'm going to say about it. I do want to say this, that it did get beat by Elemental, which also <laughs> uh, Flash beat last week. So it's number three. But also there's uh, the Jennifer, Lo- I'm sorry, Jennifer. Oh, that's, I want to see that. That shit looks funny. I want to see that shit. Yeah. It almost beat the Flash. <laughs> the, <laughs> look look, look yeah. at the score. Look at the oh, score. Shit, yeah, yeah, it beat it by 100,000. <laughs> and that's the uh, second week. In his second week, so no more feelings. <laughs> almost beat that movie. Yes, uh, 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 Jennifer Lawrence R-rated sex comedy almost beat a superhero movie in the second week. <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. Now, if I don't know about it, I haven't heard about that no hard feeling movie. I'm, now, I haven't seen the movie myself, but I'm just go about what I think the movie's about. Like I said, it's a Jennifer Lawrence sex comedy or whatever movie. From what I think the plot is, I'm just make up a plot in my head. Now, I think the movie is about uh the parents hire a prostitute. For their son, who's about to go to college, because they're trying to get him out of his shell. So oh, basically, God. she's trying to have sex with him the whole movie, so she can get money to do whatever she's trying to do. But this kid, because of whatever reason whatsoever, he's running away from Jennifer Lawrence the entire movie because he doesn't want to have sex with this. So I don't get these kids' humor these days, Eli. I'm sorry, I don't. <laughs> I don't understand it. Where's Porky's? Where they just. <laughs> You oh know, man, that's the shit we grew up with. They're bitching about weird science, which I still watch all the time. Cancel weird science. <laughs> they're saying what because like she was only two days old, and they're saying they were grooming. You and know, she, they, and she was an adult woman, and they were underage. I or... thought it was vice versa because even because she was only two days old, <laughs> and they would take advantage of her. God damn, that's some. Who, who are we mad at? I gotta who watch we... that movie again now, right. man. That's just who, blowing who my mind. Internet, tell me who to be mad at. <laughs> and what the hell was Chet? Was he a turd or was he a frog or was he a tad? What the fuck was Chet? What did she transform Chet into? I, I thought he was John what Chet. Was that? Yeah, sure, we do that every episode, Jake. We, this need to have a po- we need to have a podcast. Uh, what was Chet turned into? And we're <laughs> it's inter- open to interpretation. Like multiple, like a whole series, like 50 episodes. <laughs> what was Chet? We have to explain who Chet was first, though. That's the thing. Uh, well, we better start a pod. Hey, Jake, we to start a pod? Okay. <laughs> he has to watch Weird Science first and memorize every line on it. Yeah. And not be offended by it. Robert Downey do Jr.'s in it. Robert Downey Jr.'s in it. So, hey, there oh, you go. Funny. Yeah. Before he was even a junkie. <laughs> right. No, I'm pretty sure he was then. So Probably starting. He was just starting. Probably starting, yeah. <laughs> so there's we got going on there okay moving on past that that's the uh opening scene so yeah but no hard feelings i can't see myself going to the theaters to watch that i'll definitely watch it on peacock or amazon or whatever, whatever it comes on whatever the fuck it comes week. on i don't know whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> all right so like i said we're gonna move past that we're gonna talk about the uh what we're gonna talk about on the show i guess what i'm gonna talk about on the show because i watched the show uh what did i watch i watched secret empire that whatever. Secret Empire. No, Secret Remember Empire. Remember Secret was, Empire? What was Secret Empire? <laughs> that, was, me, I don't, that was Nazi Cap. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. One day we're going to review that too, but not today. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like I said, we're going to review Secret Invasion. We're going to talk about that briefly. The, uh, well, only one episode. Have you got to talk about what? Yeah, no. I no, I, I know what that is. But I have I, no interest in. in I, that. I do not. Sorry. Uh, on yeah. top of that, Jake, I'm hearing that show sucks. Like so. I said, I my internet was down all week, so I'm so out of the loop. I had to like watch DVDs. And I had to, I had to go to the comic book store and buy real comics and shit. 
you know. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man. You didn't I had to, download them? You're, I had to go to the antique store and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In case of your finest comics. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's talk about Secret, Secret Invasion. I keep wanting to say Empire. Um, Like I said, it's a show starring Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson finally has his own show. Disney Plus show they've been hyping this since Disney Plus became a thing. We've been waiting for this thing to come out, and they said it's going to be the biggest thing ever, and it's going to be this, and it's going to be that. Uh, yes, it is based on a comic. <laughs> it's really not, but it as is as they okay. all are, <laughs> as they all are. But this really is based. This was based on Secret Invasion, the 2008 comic book series written by Brian Michael Bendis when Brian Michael Bendis was at the height of his powers. So. <laughs> I, I just like saying it. <laughs> when Bendis ruled the world. When Bendis came, y'all. Like that. <laughs> so, yeah, but like I said, Bendis was just shitting out gold at Marvel around the time. And Secrets and Invasion was no was just another part of it. Like I said, I love that comic series. It was an event. It was awesome. I read all the tie-ins. I read the crossovers. I read that story. It was interesting because it made it had to make you think about Everything you read in the Marvel Universe wasn't true. Like people left and right popping up as scrolls. Hank Pym was a scroll. Black Bolt was a scroll. And basically saying like anything that you read in like the last 20 years, they were scrolls. They just make the shit up, you know. So I was like, I wonder what Cliff thought of that. (laughs) Somehow I feel like Cliff has has talked about Secret Invasion and shitted on it hard. But (laughs) Shout out to Cliff. (laughs) <laughs> Shout out to Cliff. We would love Cliff around here. But yeah, like I said, Secret Invasion, awesome comic. I definitely recommend it. I know nobody's going to read it, but I still recommend it. So you don't want to read it, but you want to get a, a in-depth review of what Secret Invasion really was, then go watch the cartoon. The Avengers cartoon. The second season right. was pretty much Secret Invasion. And it was a fairly accurate adaptation. It's on Disney+. Plus. Watch it. It hit, it hit the high beats. It hit the high beats. Is that the with- Avengers? Assemble. Yes, that one. The world's about to break. Bro, that, yeah. that one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one, that's, that's the one they did it. So, yeah, who's Cliff? Oh, Cliff, Cliff? Cliff is our guy. Oh, man. He, Cliff is our guy, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he's the shit. Cliff is the yeah. shit. Fish fry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to find that clip. I'm going to find that clip. What do you think? Head tribunal. What is he? The, tri- head tri- uh, the, the, the living tribunal. The yeah. living tribunal. Yeah. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yes, like I said, definitely. So if you haven't seen, first off, that cartoon was fucking awesome. It really is. That cartoon was just awesome from beginning to ending. So it's on Disney Plus. Watch it. Second season is pretty much all about Secret Invasion. About the first half and the second half is about other shit. But it's fairly hit the high beats of what you expect on on Secret Invasion. Also, that was a pretty good series. Yeah, it, it was a really good series. Also, I do want to say this: that Secret Invasion has also been done live action before. It was the first Marvel show to do it. Guess what show did it, Eli? Marvel's Agents of Shield. Oh, <laughs> I must have missed that one. Missed that episode. You, you missed that. One. You missed that one. It was awesome. But here's the thing. So they didn't call it Secret Invasion. Uh, it was actually called the LMD Saga, Life Model Decoy Saga, where everybody wasn't scrolls, but everybody was getting replaced by robots. So we have who's the real one? Who's the fake one? Is it is it espionage? They were sticking in. Like I said, I love this show. It was season four. Season four of my favorite season of any TV show ever. Why, if you don't watch anything about Agent Shield, watch season four, season four, and thank me later. You can drop it after that. But watch season four. That's when Ghost Rider shows up. That's damn, when that shows. shit went four seasons. Damn. No, it went seven. 
Holy shit. Yes, that went seven seasons. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it went seven seasons. I'm not going to get into everything they did, but yeah, it's, it went that far. So, but that's the thing about uh, Ace of S.H.I.E.L.D. They did, they pretty much did the LMD saga, but they did, instead of doing scrolls in the LMDs, everybody was, who is who? Who's been here the whole time? Can I trust them? Can I trust you? I'm stuck in this room. Can you know, all this shit like that. So this is doing that also. You know, this is doing that. So, you know, I appreciate it. They're saying they're trying to compare like the like I said, we only watched episode one episode, but the critics are comparing it to Andor. They're saying this is Marvel's Andor. You know, oh, so it's like for, for you know, adults. Yeah, this Marvel for adults. Oh, okay. You know. Uh, by the way, Eli, that's a thumbnail. Is it <laughs> yeah. Marvel for adults? <laughs> Marvel for adults. <laughs> uh so that's my thing. So I, I really hate it when they say that blah 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 for adults, because that just means like, okay, it's this but boring that's that's all it means to me yeah not to say andor was boring but i'm just saying it didn't give me you know mandalorian the razzmatazz yeah. sometimes you want the the razzmatazz the, yeah. the pizzazz sometimes you the, want that yeah. the, you yeah. know i don't want the, the chocolate filling and shit. yeah when you say <laughs> blah 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 for adults that means everybody's gonna talk like this because it's ultra serious like i don't care it's man mature yeah. it's mature it means something you know big, and they big five syllable words that you exactly and they did all this at, in 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 uh in secret invasions i still want to call it secret empire but still secret invasions they did that also but there is one thing that elevates this above Andor. And I'm not I'm not shitting on Andor. I actually like Andor. But I'm just saying there's one thing that does I elevate this. Andor, huh? Yeah, I watched Andor. I watched it months, months, months later. Honestly, I didn't want I didn't want to step on your parade. So when you actually review Andor, I want you to just go out and I listen to what you said. And then when I watched Andor, I was like, okay. It probably probably worked better as as because I, 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 I watched it, it I binge watched yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that probably would have been better because instead of it that did was a slow burn and and it coming out week by week made it an even slower burn <laughs> right <laughs> so and this feels just like that so if they want to compare this to andor yes this is giving me andor feels take that for what it is oh uh, but they like i said there is one thing that does elevate this over andor samuel jackson i should have brought that okay. picture up or whatever <laughs> uh the point is samuel jackson is samuel jackson the guy can read a phone book and he's going to steal the scene and going to be charismatic the whole time watching it. So whenever he's so is this screen, like, does this take place in the past? Because I don't see his iPad. No, no, no. This is now oh. or whatever. Yeah, you know he's got a glass eye. You know from Captain Marvel. I don't remember that shit. Yeah. Okay. Never <laughs> I mind. thought but, Captain yeah. Marvel took place like in the nineties or some shit. That did, but he had a glass eye back then. He had a glass eye in Winter Soldier, so he just popped oh he was up in space. He was up in space. So yeah, so he just popped the glass eye and okay. just went down there. So he's good. He's still blind, but whatever. You know, so the point is they're they, doing this they whole thing to give him a mutant eye or some shit. Bionic. You know what? Back to Agents of Shield. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> oh and, shit. Yes. Yeah, so Are you finding holes in the plot already? No, no, I I, I am. <laughs> I am, but I just want to say something. Is, is this elevating agents of shields over secret? <laughs> it is not. It is not. And that's my thing. I'm so, I'm about to say some very controversial. People are gonna say, okay, Leroy is off his fucking rocker. I don't think. See, uh, Secret Invasion this season is going to be better than that L uh, season four of Agents of Shield. I don't think so. That's my bar. Agents of Are Shield you season four. A cheeseburger is my bar. and a Dr Pepper on it. I'm betting a cheese. No, no, because I'm going to bet a cheeseburger Dr Pepper later on in the show, but not okay. on this because I'm I'm more confident on the other thing I'm going to do. 
So, because my thing is, because this is all elevated Marvel, I'm like, uh uh-uh, ain't working for me. Give me Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with killer robots all over the place. Give me that. Or killer scrolls all over the place. Give me that. You know, this is just, they're trying to be so ultra serious and so winter soldiery, you know, which it's not. It's just, it's more like Tom Clancy. Now, if you like Tom Clancy, that's what this is. Or at least that's what it's trying to be, you know. So it's that, but there is one thing I got to spoil it for you. There is one. Do, uh, did he do one Hunt for Red October? Was that him? Who, Samuel Jackson? No, Tom Clancy. Oh, Tom Clancy. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes. Uh, Tom Clancy did do Hunt for Red October. Matter of fact, that was the first movie Jack Ryan was in. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. So, well, so I, did, I do like that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So Patriot Games and oh yeah, Patriot Games. Clear and Present Danger. All those were sequels to Hunt for Red October. Oh, yeah. Well, Harrison Ford was playing Jack yeah. Ryan. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, then you had yeah, Ben Affleck yeah. with Some of All Fears. You know. I never saw that one. I didn't either. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Samuel Jackson was in it. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's in everything. You can't say oh, he was in. he was in um, Patriot Games, wasn't he? He couldn't have been. No, no. That was Forrest Whitaker. Okay. Shit. Yeah. But they, were playing the, but they were playing the same guy. Okay. Maybe yeah, you know, I'm like like they recast Jack Ryan over and over again. So Force would okay. play the same guy the same Jackson was playing. You talk about Secret Invasion. I'm gonna look this shit up on top Okay, no, I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna just say one more thing about Secret <laughs> Invasion. I'm gonna get off this. Yeah, because I barely talk about it because I like this show. As far as I was concerned, it was like, it was like all right, it's cool, something to watch. You know, ain't nothing else on TV, so I just watch all six shows. And hell, I watch Gotham Knights. I watch. Nope, this. nope. Samuel Jackson was in Patriot Games. How? How the fuck was he in Patriot Games? James Earl Jones. Well, James Earl Jones played the. He was in Hunt for October. Hold up. Wikipedia is wrong. I'm sorry. They're wrong. I'm not betting cheeseburger owner. They got to be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Because Samuel Jackson was in Clear clear and Present. No. uh, uh, Some of our fears. Or was it somebody else? As as Admiral. Okay. As Robbie. Let me. You want me to look up some of our fears? Okay. Some of our fears. Yeah. We got time. Okay. Oh damn, 2002. Damn, these movies went on for like for decades. They've been Morgan filmed, Freeman. Yeah. Morgan. Oh, did, did I get did I get Samuel Jackson confused? Morgan Freeman. But he's not he's not Sammy or whatever. Let's see. I'm not seeing Samuel L. Jackson in, in uh, some of all fears. Or what's, what's that? Clear and present danger. No. But he's in it. Hold on, let me see. Cast. Uh, I'm sorry, we're very anal. We we got to figure this out. Yeah, I can't. I'm not gonna be able to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vondi Curtis Hall was in it. Damn. W- w- which one? Some of our fears. Cle- clear and present danger. No, Samuel Jackson wasn't in Clear and Present Danger either. Right, I know he was in Some of Our Fears. No, he was in Patriot Games. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we'll, we'll figure just, this out later on. Yeah, then it was just James Earl Jones and and <laughs> James Earl Jones was no, James, I thought he was and in Courtney Vance. Courtney Vance was B Vance was in. He was the guy listening to shit on the sub. Yeah, and then but, um, oh wow, Stel, that's right, Stellan Skarsgård was in that on the Russian sub. Yeah, he's been in movies forever. Okay, so we'll we'll come back to that. Anyway, I want to get to a spoiler. So there was one thing that was shocking me. And this is the best thing and the worst thing that happened to this show. So, and I'm explaining in a second because the word the in the movie the show ended with the death of Maria Hill. Oh, so, really? 
Yeah. But is she re- is that really Maria? Hill? Right. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> it is. Because the reason because for people that haven't read there is one thing that is uh the same as the comic for Secret Invasion, the same as this show. If anybody pretending to be a scroll when they die, they turn back into a scroll, even if they're pretending to be somebody else. So when she died, she stayed her. She didn't turn into a scroll. So it was her, you know. As a matter of fact, she was shot by Nick Fury pretending to be a scroll. So she thought Nick Fury had shot her. Now, like, damn, that's pretty, that's pretty fucked up, you know. But yeah. th- at the same time, that's why I almost feel like this show would be better if it wasn't a Marvel show. Because I know they're trying to elevate Marvel stuff like that, but just being in a Marvel property takes the show down. Because now, let's say you, let's say Maria Hill is dead and she's been in all these movies stuff like that, and this is her final curtain call and like that. We can't even take the uh, scene seriously because nobody believes she's dead. She may be dead, but everybody's like, whatever. Hell, Nick Fury died like what two or three times in these movies. So <laughs> why should it matter if Maria Hill dies? You know, just one time. You know, even Olsen, though it may yeah. be a serious Olsen time. Died. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, and when they list the credits of people in the in the show, like you know, like the listing credits, she's not on there. You know, oh. so this may just be a one time thing. She just came in, just do her thing, and that's it. But we don't know that. But just the fact that because Marvel has this revolving door of just everybody's just dying and just coming back like it's nothing. So when she does die, you don't feel anything because you're just like, oh, well, maybe she'll be back next week, next episode, you know, some shit. So that's the thing. So just I know they want to be a serious Marvel show, but just because it's a Marvel show actually hurts it. That's my thing. So okay. I'll keep watching it. You know, I'm not <laughs> I'm not I'm not all bored yet. I'll keep watching it. But I'm just saying. Uh, it may not have the same impact it was if it was just some some random show, some random espionage show or whatever, you know. So, what do we got next? Like, like Mission Impossible. Like Mission Impossible, yeah. But not nah, people die and come back in there too. So yeah. <laughs> um, damn, every franchise people just die and come back nowadays. And so I can't do it. Yeah, I can't. I can't blame Marvel for that. You know what? I can't blame Marvel for that because everybody's just copying Marvel nowadays. If Marvel just kill off people to bring it back, why can't we do it in a screen franchise? You know, <laughs> I'm gonna stop shitting on screen. Let me stop shitting on screen. I just like screen. Uh, what do we got next? Okay, you're up now, Eli. Am I? I'm, I'm gonna chime in when I need to, but for the most part, it's gonna be you. It's gonna be oh, the Craven, the Hunter, the trailer, the Hunter, Craven, the Hunter. So here's the trailer for Craven, the Hunter, Sony's Spider Man movie without Spider Man, without another <laughs> Spider Man movie without Spider Man. <laughs> So we've had Venom, Carnage. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, don't forget. Don't forget. I was going to say, don't Morbius. forget Morbius. Morbin time. <laughs> um, and uh, and now this one, um, Spider-Man villains without Spider-Man, trying to turn Spider-Man villains into good guys. Uh, yeah. Um, if there's anything good I can say, I mean, I it looked like they were showing the Red Band trailer because. It was pretty brutal. It was pretty violent. Yeah, he like uh, throws a bear trap at a guy, something like that, or, or yeah, rips his face off. Some shit, brutal yeah. action scenes. I was like, oh wow, okay, is this going to be rated R? Why is this rated R and Venom wasn't? Okay, sure. <laughs> Let it be Carnage was PG thirteen. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. But Craven um, is PG. Uh, is Craven is rated R? Oh, is rated mean. R? Yeah, it looks kind of John Wicky, but um, I don't know. I. I, I I don't know about turning Craven into a good guy. I don't know. <laughs> right. It, it completely like it's com- complete opposite of the character. They have cha- Here's the thing about this movie. They have uh, 
just taking a character, just taking a plot, just laying around and just slap Craven on it. Mm-hmm. This is not Craven at all, yeah. in no way or shape or form. Look like Craven. I mean, he looks like Craven. I get that they nailed the look. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah. acts he, he don't have the same power. Say abs, you know, all this yeah. shit like that. So yeah, so this doesn't even he doesn't even act like Craven. He doesn't even have the same powers as Craven. He don't even have the same accent. He doesn't even have an accent. Well, they can't give him the accent because they're gonna make him a good guy. They can't give him a Russian accent because yeah. Russians are bad guys. Or, Guess what? Or, Craven is a bad guy. Yeah. Or like in the 70s cartoon, Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> so they can't do anything. So they can't give him. Uh, a, a Russian accent, and they can't give him his origin story in the comics where he's just, you know, an animal hunter because we hate animal hunters. So we can't make him a hero and he hunts animals. No, that's a no no. He's got to love animals. He's got to be friends with animals. This he's is got to be one with the animals. He's one, be, uh, one with the animals, right? This is Beastmaster beast and shit. This is Beastmaster. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. Beast boy. Right. <laughs> you might as well just turn into a lion or some shit. Or might he probably will at the end of this movie? I don't know his animality or some shit. Yeah, you know? yeah basically, this would be cool if it wasn't called Craven. No, that's the thing. If it wasn't called Craven, we probably wouldn't be interested. It would just be some movie. But since it's a Sony property and it's attached to Spider Man, it's Marvel slapped on it. Now it has people's attention. So it's like, okay, even though it has nothing to do with Craven, it doesn't matter if it had nothing to do with Craven. Do we really give a fuck about Craven? Not really. So might as well just have a bloody R-rated movie where you know as, as a Spider-Man villain, yeah, there's 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 better Spider-Man villains. <laughs> there's better Spider-Man villains than this. So and so you want to have you know Aaron Taylor Johnson show off his abs in a movie where he just rips dude's face off? Go for it. Like call it whatever the fuck you want to. Call it Boo Boo Kitty Fuck. I don't care. It's gonna make the same amount of money. So yeah, he's um, just not. Yeah, he's just not. Other than what, even like in the comics, what Craven's Last Hunt would be the comic to read, and that, that might be scene. that might be the best Spider-Man story, Craven's Last Hunt. That right, yeah, scene and even though, and, and is Rhino? Does anybody give a shit about Rhino? <laughs> Not really. Like, why is he fighting Rhino? I guess I don't know, but yeah. So, he, oh, Spider-Man villain fighting a Spider-Man villain. Okay, but yeah. I, I will give them credit. I will give them credit on this because, like I said, they cast Aaron Taylor Johnson in this movie. Now, the only reason they cast him in this movie because. Of bullet train because they his test scores went through the roof in bullet train if you haven't seen bullet train bullet train's awesome go watch bullet train matter of fact stop this podcast or pause this podcast and go watch bullet train because it was awesome oh um, and it was made by sony so sony was like okay this guy's testing through the roof we need to give this guy a movie put him in something anything that's craving shit put him in that so there you go so that's why they made the movie and Anthony johnson has been awesome his time has arrived we need to make aaron taylor johnson happen because he's been he's been on the verge all this whole time but he's never really like ever since kick-ass the guy has been awesome he's pretty much cool in everything he does yeah he kills everything he does he's been rumored for being the next james bond you know he might get it i don't know but you know but he's craving now and honestly first godzilla movie and shit yeah where he was banging uh uh, his sister, uh, yeah, his sister <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen, and then they played in like Age of Ultra, like a few months later. I'm like, okay, this is fucked up, man. <laughs> but it's but it's on brand. <laughs> Knowing yeah. those two, so yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. Give me Kick Ass Three. Oh, did it make it? Did it make a Kick Ass Three? Did it make a Kick Ass Three? Not yet. Okay, yeah. With Nicholas, but Nicholas Cage died in it because he was the best thing about those movies. Yeah, they did make a part two, but yeah, Nick they, Cage they didn't make a part two. I, I girl kind of was been, in it. 
I barely, I barely remember that, but yeah. yeah. So that's my thing about that. So Craven, here's my thing, Eli. I made I made a bet. I made a bet with with, with Gomer. That's what we're talking about, the cheeseburger and Dr. Pepper. Okay. Yeah. I made a bet that Craven the Hunter would have a bigger opening weekend than the Flash. Oh shit. Yeah. I, I <laughs> and I bet a cheeseburger and a Dr. Pepper on it. I'm gonna and I'm gonna film it live and eat it right here on this podcast if i'm wrong of course i'm not gonna be wrong we know that <laughs> <laughs> and you know what made me take that bet eli what? you you made oh, yeah? me take that bet yeah really yes because you showed me that you were at least slightly interested in craving the hunter and not only you did that some other people were like like slightly the fact that it even was on your radar oh like I Ant-Man just... 3. You, you didn't share Ant-Man 3. <laughs> that, you're damn right I didn't share. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the fact that Craven the Hunter was even on your radar, I was like, uh-oh, Sony might have something here. Sony might have something, you know. I was and, like, it was just a trailer. It was oh, a yeah. trailer. And the other people hit me up like, hey, man, you seen that Craven thing? I'm like, huh. Okay, so people are at least kind of halfway interested in this. Now, keep in mind, I'm not saying Craven's going to make a billion dollars or shit like that. No. It's going to be, you know, one of the lower grossing Sony, uh, superhero movies. But the point is, they didn't spend $300 million on this movie either. So they're probably going to end up making the money back anyway. But the point is, it's going to outgross Craven because it won't. It's, first off, it's going to be in October. It's not going to have a whole lot of stuff around it. It's just going to be there just by itself. People are going to be itching to go to the movies. People are going to be curious. And if they just see, you know, Aaron Taylor Johnson abs, you know, ripping people's faces off, you'll be like, you know what? I have a good time with just that. in slow motion with no shirt on. Exactly. That's that's all they care about, you know. <laughs> so as long as they do that, they're good, you know. But I'm, Twitter has killed me, though, calling him <laughs> White Panther, Wisconsin forever. Because <laughs> <laughs> he pretty much is White Panther. He has the same powers as Black Panther and shit. So, yeah, so whatever. <laughs> it's exciting. So, all right, that's all I got to say about that. Well, I think it's back on me. All right. It's back on me. Hold up. Let's see what we got here. Uh, uh, we'll make more money. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course we'll make more money than Morbius. But the funny thing about it with the way Flash is going, it probably won't make more money than Morbius. <laughs> so <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. We'll 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 keep a watch on this, see how it goes. Okay, now we're gonna go to the the Vigi game section. We're gonna talk about something that I said was banned from this podcast, but we talk about a lot of shit that's banned from this podcast. We just keep going. So yeah. We're gonna talk about Street Fighter Six. Now, why are we talking about Street Fighter Six? Because I was the, this weekend was the first tournament that happened with Street Fighter Six, and I wasn't going to talk about. it. I was going to be like, okay, I'm gonna just watch the tournament, keep to myself, and that's it, cool. But something happened that caught my attention that took me completely out of the tournament. That actually kind of pissed me off. Now I was watching the tournament, and I was cool. And there was nothing, but something in the right hand corner caught my attention. Boom! That the M, that fucking M got on my nerves, and the, what that M means is modern controls so street fighter are allowing modern controls in tournaments that means i can play with my fight stick while you can fight with one button and we can fight against each other for money like let me break these modern controls down okay like we all we all played street fighter before we know how street fighter was back in the 90s let's get zangief for instance now zangief you know you had to do the same 360 motion to do it you had to do actually do a motion to do that move but if you have modern controls with what Street Fighter has introduced in the new controls, I can just walk up to you and press one button and do that shit. Tekken used to do that shit with the PlayStation 1 where you can like program moves into 
Oh yeah, you could yeah. program moves stuff like that. Into but you couldn't bot- play for money. I could go to a tournament and play oh, for no, money doing no, that bullshit, no. you know. So now I can go to a tournament and do this wacky shit right here. You know, say somebody we're playing in the game, and then boom, just grab somebody just like that off reflexes. So I can't do that shit with regular controls. You'd have to be godlike to reflex to have to do some shit like that. Basically the computer. <laughs> You'd have to be the computer to do some shit like that. But now if I can just do shit with one button, I can just do shit like that all day while the other person has is trying to play fair with all these six buttons and shit like that. So well, they're allowed I will get this game. <laughs> <laughs> and play for money and shit like that. You just come on next podcast like, yeah, Lee Red just came from my last Street Fighter tournament. <laughs> just throwing money in like Ted DiBiase and shit, you know? Yeah. Eating my yeah. eating my hot Cheetos with chopsticks. You're right. Playing, playing, playing Street Fighter. <laughs> what the fuck is he beating me? I'm sitting here playing with the stick and shit like they can't do anything. Like, fuck. And Live so streaming I, and shit. Yeah, I don't think it's fair, man. I don't think it's fair that you could go to a tournament and play for money doing shit like that, but they allow it. This is the world we live in right now, man. But maybe I'm just an old fuck. I need to just get with the times, you know. But I don't want to. I want to stick with my old shit. I don't want to. And that that and that's probably some little like twelve year old and shit. Yeah, just just like, <laughs> look at me. You know? My my fun funnest game I ever had online. Um. Uh. I was playing Aliens versus Predator, like that mm-hmm. one that where you can play, you can be whoever, and you can play online against each other. Mm-hmm. And I was a predator, and of course, I never put on the headphones, I never talk shit or anything, but I could hear everybody else. But I saw an alien because the, the predator, you had that fucking night vision and shit, yeah. you know. And I saw an alien, fucking camping out up on the ceiling because aliens could stick to the walls and shit. And mm-hmm. I saw that motherfucker just camped out. So I went all the way around <laughs> and then came up with a dope ass, like, you know, the, the the shank through the chest and I ripped off its head. So I killed this alien and some little kid, oh no, you stupid predator. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Makes you feel like shit after that. <laughs> I was like, no, fuck these little shits. <laughs> <laughs> you should be in bed, shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So you see what it says? Rated M, motherfucker. <laughs> kids got to learn someday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eli's slogan, fuck them kids. <laughs> All right. Hey, we'll go to the next part of the podcast. Okay. All right. We're here. We're here now. We're here to the comic book section. Like I said, this comic book bullies where we talk about comic books and we're going to jump into it. And Eli, I don't have a whole lot. So this is this is all on you. Really? I got a little bit, not as much as you did. You have a, a smorgasbord of comics this week. I did. It was a big week. Mm-hmm. I blew a lot of money this week. A plethora. So. You know, yes. And that, that I'm still kicking myself in the ass for getting that fucking John Hickman book. That shit was like, what, $8? <laughs> That's like what I was like. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, you know what? I, this this, I'm, this I'm better be good, goddammit. I'm comic booked out on this. Yeah, this is yeah. $8. So yeah. yeah, this better be good. Damn it, it is. <laughs> the next issue better not be eight dollars. <laughs> yeah, let me cancel my this month's subscription to Netflix so I can buy Jonathan Hickman's yeah, the, the new Hickman book. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go with uh, this. Might be my my. Could it be my book of the week? Is oh, it my book of the which, week? What you got? What you got? Hulk, Incredible Hulk number. Really? One. 
Cause I was, I was not gonna. I was like, I'm gonna let uh, Eli review this before I jump you, into this. Cause I did you read this? I did not. Oh. I was like, I, I've been too iffy on these Hulk books lately. I was like, I don't know what I was do. too, especially after Starship Hulk. You know, yeah, Hulk in space. I'm just like, Hulk I don't, I don't know about this, man. Just, um, yeah. So this is taking Hulk back, way back to its horror roots. You know. And I got a physical copy too. I, I had to get a physical copy because bitching about my internet again. <laughs> so this kind of it kind of mentions the whole Starship Hulk thing, the whole Donny Cates thing, and how Bruce Banner had to trap the Hulk psyche and he turned it into the Hulk into a spaceship and all that shit. But now the Hulk has escaped, and now the Hulk is pissed. So he's pissed at Banner. So Banner's on the run. We're back to. Yeah, we're back to, you know, hobo banner. Um, so it basically starts out um, a year ago in Iraq, some like tomb in Iraq. These like people show up, they're like grave robbers or something, robbing some tomb in Iraq. And it turns out there's all these like monster mummies and weird monster bone skeletons and shit. And this chick grabs um, the leader of this uh, this this group of thieves grabs a skull and she gets possessed, and she says the green door is shut. So Uh-oh. now they're referring to the the Al Ewing, the Immortal Hulk shit. So the green door is how Hulks can resurrect. You know, a Hulk, a Hulk, like a, a gamma a gamma person can resurrect from green hell. And she turns into this monster, and they all start turning into monsters. You know, pretty wicked monsters, pretty cool monster designs, I must say. Um, then we go to, you know, Bruce Banner. He's, you know, hoboing around the country. You know, he stops at a diner, you know, for a, for a, you know, for a meal and shit. But he can hear Hulk talking in his head saying, you know, it's all your fault. You should have, you shouldn't have did what you did and all that shit. So Hulk panics and runs into the woods and um, then passes out. Obviously turns into the Hulk. When he wakes up, the diner is in is demolished. Um, and then we cut to this uh, girl. What's this girl's name? I can't remember her name. She's going to be like the new Bruce Banner sidekick, though. I'm pretty like sure. Jackie McGee, like another one. Yeah, Charlene or you know uh, Rick Jones or something. Mm-hmm. Um, she's trying to run away from her abusive dad. Um, her yeah, she she yeah, her dad's abusive. She's running away. We cut to uh, so. At the diner, the FBI is investigating the diner scene. It's all demolished in ruins and shit. And they're like, okay, if this is Banner, you know, you get him in human form. We got these special bullets that can take Banner out. Um, if he's in human form, go for it. If he's not, run. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, but then those grave robbers show up that were in that robbed that tomb in Iraq. They show up on the scene and they're like, okay. Let's go get him, you know, and, and there, and all the, and, and the, the woman, you know, she's telling all like, okay, my children or whatever. And they're calling her the eldest and shit. Like, go, go get him. We can, we, then you can feed. And so one of them turns into like this gnarly monster and goes out running. Um, we cut to, uh, yeah, that girl, Charlene, she's still on the run from her dad. And, um, and then we cut back to uh, Banner. The FBI, they find Banner. And they try to put him in this, like, like, 
you know, trap him in this like, you know, sort of force field thing. But then he hulks out, and that's this is him hulking out. Check out, can I can I zoom in on some of that? Uh, Shoot, like that. Look at like look at his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you see his. So teeth that's him there. Okay, so they got that that werewolf like yeah. feel. Like, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. So he turns into the Hulk and starts fucking up all the you know the FBI agents, and then. Um, tells him, leave me alone, and runs off. Um, the girl running from her dad, he, he ends up getting, after, during the whole Hulk fight, he ends up getting into a car accident. Um, the girl, the guy's, the girl's dad, she finds them all in the car wreck and beats the shit out of him, saying, yeah. leave me alone. Basically kind of, you know, echoing what Hulk said, leave me alone, and she's telling, mm-hmm. she's punching the shit out of her dad's face, saying, leave me alone. Um, uh, anyways, that monster, he finds the girl's dad and basically starts eating him. Well, shit. The, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the woman, the, the woman of the thieves, the leader of the thieves show up and she's like, you're not supposed to eat until we find him. But he's like, oh, well, you know, the Hulk and his vessel, they are enemies of, and the vessel fears him as it should. And then. Um, so basically he's saying the Hulk is back inside the vessel, his back inside Bruce Banner. So we got to basically search for him. And then this is kind of weird, but the woman, she basically summons Betty Ross. She's got like Betty Ross entrapped in like a weird orb in her finger and basically says, um, you know, we have to get the Hulk and Bruce and and Betty Ross is like, he's never going to let you have the Hulk and the Hulk will kill you before before that happens. And this woman, she says, okay, you know, whatever, but I am still, you are my child and I am the mother of horrors. The, that's Lilith, isn't it? That's what I'm wondering, because Lilith yeah. is the mother of demons. Lilith is the mother of demons, but I mean, if you say mother of horrors, that, would, that just sounds like Lilith. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is she Lilith? And then she calls she calls herself the eldest. So I'm wondering if she is Lilith. But she calls herself the mother of horrors, the yeah. mother of all horrors, and she's summoning all the monsters and demons to basically go after the Hulk. So she's Which calling is shit out, Lilith can do. Yeah, she's calling out to like the Mole Man and 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 Swamp uh not Swamp. Man, Man thing. thing. <laughs> yeah. And like you see there's a panel with like the uh, ghost rider like zombies popping out of a ground by a flaming motorcycle it sounds so, like yeah, Lilith. It, it, it sounds like it, Lilith. it doesn't call yeah. it i don't know why they're saying you know demons but it's not demons but um yeah so she basically calling all monsters go get hulk you know and that's kind of where it ends you know um so yeah i thought this was cool uh it's really taking Hulk back old school Hulk back when that's what he used to do back in like the seventies and eight early eighties. He was just, he would just jump around from town to town fighting monsters. Right. You know? And um, now it seems like, like now, especially after Al, you run that Hulk is kind of like embraced that supernatural side. So they yeah. kind of like lean into that. I mean, cause they've yeah. always hinted at it, but Al, you would just say, no, Hulk is magic. He, yeah. He's in that realm. Yeah. And the whole green door thing, how he can resurrect, and yeah, because um, I think in one whole... of those defender books I I, I I reviewed, like somebody asked Doctor Strange, like Doctor Strange, why don't you just 
cure hope. Like I, I can't. There's something else going on. There's more than science yeah. going on with him. I can't do it. So yeah. Um, and yeah, all the body horror. Like the art is dope. It's really rugged. It's not like, like, uh, refined. You know, mm-hmm. like most of like the top tier Marvel books, they got a, like a glossy quality. Mm-hmm. This art is kind of visceral and 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 rugged and raw, which I like. It kind of reminds me of like an old, you know, creepy or Tales from the Crypt comic, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. rough, kind of rough style of art, you know. So I thought this was cool. Well, I thought the monster settling, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the monster designs are really cool. I think that the Hulk transformation is cool. And it's just cool to see Hulk fighting monsters again, you know, just going old school, you know, back Not to, that back to weird basics. space shit that we've got. Yeah, so, yeah, Starship mm-hmm. Hulk and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So but I really think something happened with that book wasn't because it was a weird turn. Something happened to Donny Cates. But nobody will say what happened. Um, was it Gomer? I think it was Gomer saying he was getting a divorce or something. I don't know. Could be, maybe. I don't know. It's just weird. It's just like he was writing, then all of a sudden, boom, done. That's it. Like, yeah, yeah. The fuck? <laughs> I think he's still doing that. Was it Vanish or whatever? That shit for Image. He's still got that Cro- book crossover going. or cross? No, Van. Is it Vanish? Vanish? He's got a no. new book. It's not crossover. It's another one, which mm-hmm. I read the first one and then fell off, but. Because they rebooted Thor also. Either they rebooted or they just put another person on there and just kept it going or whatever it is. But he's not yeah, doing I'm Thor not either. Sure. So, yeah. But uh, this is a 4.5 out of 5. The only reason I'm getting a knock is some of the paneling, some of the details. Like, it was so crammed with all these, with everybody's powers. Like, what? It's a couple panels. Like, what is exactly happening? Right. Like, throwing too much that, information at you one time. Like, yeah, give it room other, to breathe. You know. Yeah, I had to like, what the fuck? I had to actually go back and like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. You know. But other than that, it, it's I I I really dug it. So. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So next book, well, first book I'm going to. I don't know why I always do that. First book I'm going to do is Ultimate Invasion number one. So this Ooh. is Jonathan Hickman. He's back. Are we going to spend the next hour on this now? <laughs> We gotta go balls deep into this one <laughs> issue. Hold on, let me go back to uh <laughs> let me go back to Jake's comment that what he said. Yes. What did he say? $8 yeah. for a comic man is nuts. It is nuts. It is. I, I paid for it, but yeah. <laughs> it but makes you it, feel like when, when, it, when it's Jonathan Hickman, you you kind of gotta <laughs> Yeah, because Hickman had, uh, you kind of at least gotta see at least at least see how it is and shit. Yeah, because like I said, he he rarely does not deliver. I mean, he normally delivers and you know. And it's always like some kind of huge payoff with it. So you kind of expect it to yeah. happen. Yeah. So the thing is with Jonathan Hickman, like I said, for those that don't know who Jonathan Hickman is, why the fuck you listen to this podcast? <laughs> you know, because <laughs> that's all we do is talk about Jonathan Hickman whenever he was doing something. Uh, like I said, he wrote the the greatest arc on Fantastic Four. Wrote the, the greatest, greatest arc, arc on, on the Avengers. <laughs> wrote the greatest, well, started to write the greatest arc on the X-Men. And he honestly, got that, me. He got me reading the X Men. Goddamn! And it. you don't fuck with the X Men. And I hate the X Men. <laughs> right. <laughs> but because Jonathan Hickman was on it, got the other that his run he started X Men to me was about to be the greatest run of any Marvel comic ever. And then he left the book. Like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and so when he left the book, they just put a whole bunch of just mid ass writers on there, and it was fine. It was cool, but. Hickman, he is like, he established a world and let everybody play in it, basically. Right, Eli. He was almost like he was he was building he was doing the building blocks to his finishing point. Like we were this close to greatness, Eli. We were this close. 
<laughs> it, it, it just and even Hickman said, "Fuck the event." Or actually, <laughs> 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 hey, Fat T, what to do? Yeah, we talk about comics, Fat T. We better jump into it. So yeah, so now we're doing Ultimate Invasion. Now we got to set up the the background for this. Like you say, you see half of this book. It looks like it's the Ultimates from the Ultimate Universe, and the other half is the Avengers, whatever, like that, with the Maker. So this actually is following up with the ultimate but it really feels like a sequel to secret wars which to me is marvel's greatest comic event they've ever did not infinity war not infinity gauntlet not annihilation not whatever you want to name secret wars was the best thing marvel's ever done. secret wars 2015 secret wars 2015 best thing marvel has ever done written by jonathan hickman and drawn and drawn by um what's the guy's name hitch brian hitch so that same creative team is back to do this. So I think we I think we suck Hickman's dick enough. We can reach up. It deserves right. to be. Jonathan, Jonathan no, Dickman. <laughs> <laughs> we we fondled the balls enough. Let's keep going. <laughs> All right. So it starts off chapter one, good artist copy. So yeah. So we start off, uh, and we're just gonna kind of get into it. We got these guys, these bad guys, these mercenaries. Basically, what they're doing, they don't say it right then, but I'm just tell you what they're doing. They're they're going to break into damage control, and basically saying, okay, so how are we gonna break into damage control? Okay, the guy, the leader of it says, okay, you see the front door of damage control? Like, yeah, we're gonna walk through it. Like what? Yeah, we're just gonna just walk through damage damage control. Like they got all kind of guards and missiles and shit and internal artillery stuff like that. How do we expect to do that? Don't worry about that. We got technology that we can get through that. You know. Uh, and but the main thing is not how we get in, it's how we get out what we came to get for. So they just do exactly what they said. They walk through the front door of damage control, and then and everybody's like, What the fuck? You know, so you just so and these guys just start shooting, but they got these high-tech futuristic weapons that just blast everybody away for this. So it ain't like regular shit. So they just blast yeah, them. like shields and shit. Yeah, they're like shoot like shields that can withstand bullets and bombs and shit. Yeah, like missiles always, and all this shit yeah. like that. And the missiles are shooting him, so he like throws a black hole grenade at it. Yeah, like a <laughs> grenade that opens up a yeah, a like black a, hole. Yeah, a black like hole, a, like a wormhole, like, like that. And then they hear the missiles. Yeah, they're like that's <laughs> it. And then you know, and so they're just like, uh, and so they get the key cards, you know, to to go into the room they're trying to get. And he was just like, uh, like, what are you here for? He was like, what do you want? Like, I'm here for a billion dollars. And he's like, this isn't a bank. He like. Yeah, I know. Bam, and it shoots me in the head. <laughs> They're like, "Wait, you here for a billion dollars? You ain't tell us about that, you know?" So they go in there and talk about the billion dollars, and they finally go in there. And basically, they're saying the reason we're here is because we're here for a guy that's going to give us a billion dollars if we can break him out of here, you know. And they're like, "So what's the code to get get in there?" And the code is one six one zero, and that right there is a dead giveaway because for those oh, that shit. know their their history, one six one zero is the the designation for the ultimate universe which if you watch spider-verse that was a definite designation for miles universe because he's from the ultimate universe also which we will talk about miles browse later on this book also so they go in there and they find just some naked guy there you know oh so he's just i've been waiting for you guys so they go here you brought me what i what i asked for he like to bring him out and what did they pull out the maker's helmet and he says fantastic so Yes, this is the maker. Why he's naked. So, yeah, so we got to explain who the maker is for a second. Yes. So, the maker is an alternate version, ultimate version, alternate version, evil version 
of Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. So it's like, what if Miss Fantastic was evil? Now, I didn't read the ultimate Fantastic Four run, but basically what happened, Fant- Miss Fantastic went evil in that run. And this is the maker. So, yeah. Well, yeah. So, well, I, th- I, yeah. I'm, I don't want to like, like, uh, I'm just pulling this out of the ass. I mean, but it was by the Council of Reeds, and there's mm-hmm. like thousands of Reeds out there. Right. And one of them was evil, and that's the maker. Uh, I think well, most of them are evil. I think that's I where Hickman. I, yeah, I, I think the way yeah. Hickman wrote like most people. I think the one in the six one six, like the main, like the Reed Richards, we know. I think he's the only like halfway decent one. Even he's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, yes. Anyway, the maker tells everybody to takes off their helmet. He's like, uh, and he pulls out this thing in his head. So he like, yeah. Basically, what he said, the reason he got in contact with the guys, you know, he'd been locked up because they've been sending therapist in his room for like the last two weeks so it took him that long to mentally break the therapist to make them do his bidding kind of like joker and harley quinn you know uh-huh. so like i said he's mr fantastic he if they probably sent in a female therapist the rest is history <laughs> the magic we can do with his powers so he sent <laughs> <laughs> he sent the therapist out there the therapist recruited the mercenaries and that's what they're here now so but the reason he got these particular mercenaries because he wanted their genetic material so he could do this, combine them all into one person as a clone of himself while he just walks out the front door. Yeah, but nobody says, would know. I, I, I could I could have always escaped, yeah, but I need to escape without anybody knowing it, right? So he needed but a he, decoy, basically. right? But the thing was, since they switch one guy out, he knows it's not going to be a perfect genetic copy, which will fool 99.9% of the people that see it, but there's going to be one person that he knows that it won't fool. Because it wouldn't fool him, so he knows it wouldn't fool Reed, and he walks out. So yeah, and that was the intro. That was <laughs> that's the how intro. it started. Yeah, that was like twenty pages too. That was like twenty pages, <laughs> just the intro. Now Marvel Comics presents, you know. So yeah. we go into it, and we go to the so damage control. We're getting our money's worth. <laughs> we're getting our money worth of the book, so you can't complain. Like I said, it's a, it's a lengthy book, but you got your money's worth. So we go to the damage control. It's like two weeks later. We go to damage control. We got Black Panther with the War Dogs and Reed Richards there. And basically, this is the, the, the place that those mercenaries destroyed. They destroyed uh, damage control. And Reed Richards just like, uh, well, I'm going to play nice, child. I appreciate you coming here because without you, I would have had, you know, no political backing behind me to get here. And, Reed, and Black Panther's like, what are you talking about, Reed? We both know that if you really wanted to get here and re- research shit, you could have did if you wanted to. And like, yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to play nice, which is the same shit that the maker said in a few pages ago. So they're trying to, you know, show that that these guys really ain't too different you know <laughs> they're just too uh you know just on the same same pattern so um they go in there because he knew that you know the maker was there he looked at him like reed are you there are you really reed and that's when he like falls apart he like you can't tell by it now that you never could you know they're like oh shit so the smartest man and the, the evil version of the smartest man in the world is running loose in the universe right now what are we gonna do what the and, fuck is he doing? Yeah, right. Well, what is he doing and why is he doing it? They can't figure it out. So, meanwhile, we just cut, cut, cut to the maker and he just run around the Baxter building. You know, the fantastic, yeah, yeah, he just there. Franklin, is that he's like, yeah, Franklin <laughs> sees video games or something. <laughs> yeah, he's like, damn, he like, shh, I'm looking back to the last. He's just like, okay, dad's going to the lab again, whatever. He just and he just used, he just puts his handprint on that genetic code, you know, because he's Reed, 
Yeah. He just walk into Reed's shit like it's nothing, you know. Uh, so and he basically looks into Reed's shit and he's like, Yeah. So he knows Reed has been up to some fucked up shit. He's like, okay, the fucked up shit Reed's been up to, I'ma just take it. <laughs> you know. So yeah, so that's what happened. So next day they cut to Necropolis, and the last time we cut to Necropolis was when Jonathan Hickman was writing the new Avengers. And who was the star of the new Avengers? The Illuminati. The Illuminati is back. We haven't seen the Illuminati in like like six years, maybe longer than that, you know. And the reason they have gathered is because of the maker has been stealing shit from every single one of them. Even stole the mutant Krakoa gates and stuff from there. They're like, that's yeah, not how he, he did that. Gate, yeah. yeah, he's not even a mutant. How the hell he steal that shit? You know, <laughs> you know? he did it because he's the maker, you know. But I Terrigen, think mist and Terrigen mist and like that. And yeah. I think the read, I think Maker knew how to do this shit because he hacked into Reed's files and Reed and knew how to do this shit already. So I think that's they don't flat, flat out say it, but I'm in my opinion, I think that's what they did. So and they're thinking the, the maker is purposely being sloppy and he wants you to know he's still in shit because he wants you to know what he's about to do. So of course, they're the smartest minds in the world. They figure out what he's doing. Oh, but why they're doing that the next day, we cut to Brooklyn. And we see Miles Morales sleeping. And we got the maker just jumping in his room. And of course, Miles Spices goes off. He jumps on top of the ceiling, shit like that. And he's like, what the hell? And the maker's just like, like, um, like, why are you sleeping so easily, knowing that you know they took this universe away from you, knowing this universe isn't yours, knowing this universe is fucked up, you know, and, and saying, you know, saying all this five dollar words to him and shit like that. And he says, Miles Morales, I am your brother. Dun, dun, dun. He, he's not his brother. He the reason he said that shit is because they're the only two survivors from one six one zero. So, that so in a way, they're brothers you from know. that ultimate universe. Yeah, because they're, they're the only they're only survivors. So he's just like. For that. those who don't know, what happened mm-hmm. in Secret Wars is like all the universe, the incursion or whatever the fuck, yeah. all the universes collided and uh, got destroyed. But then God Doom. <laughs> now you gotta explain God Doom. <laughs> that, 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 that shit's dope. You gotta, <laughs> that shit is dope as fuck. Yeah. God, God Doom recreated a fucking new. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Miles and the Maker are the only two that from the Ultimate Universe that are left. So that's why he's calling them his brother because they're yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the main reason the maker is here because he's like, look, I'm about to go back to the ultimate universe, you know. And the only reason I'm here because since you're my brother, quotation, you're like, I feel like it's just common courtesy. I should, you know, invite you back over there. Hey, you want to go home? You're like, no, I'm I'm good. I don't want to go anywhere. You're like, okay, cool. Well, if if you want, if you change your mind, here's my card. And he hands him a card, and he teleports out of there. And the card is blank. Of course, we know. There will be something going later on, but it's Hickman. So <laughs> it's Hickman. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be in suspense to find out what's on that Next card. Next year, we'll find out what's on that card. Exactly. It'll be and the biggest like, plot ah, twist. It'll blow everybody's mind. Like, oh, shit. shit. <laughs> we'll bust all these nuts and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Illuminati has finally caught up with uh, the maker. And if I, and first I look at the panel like, how the fuck are Professor X and Black Panther flying? Then I realized that Doctor Strange is levitating them. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense, you know. So they get there and they make it like, okay, by the time y'all found out what it is, I, I was slapping up to find your clues. Y'all should have found me by now. And he's like, so what are you doing here? He's like, I'm going home. And when I go home, since I'm the maker, I'm going to remake it in my image. And like, oh, and that's where the Krakoa goats, uh, Gates came from. He, you, you can see the Krakoa Gates right there. Yeah. Know? 
All right. So and Reed's like, oh shit, I know what he's about to do. Pour it on, stop him. So they just start Dragon Ball Z energy beam shooting everything they got in them, and the beam is so big you can see it from the skyline across, you know, from another borough, you know. And when it's all said and done, make it just like, okay, y'all, y'all good, y'all got out y'all system, okay. So I'm gonna still walk through this gate. Y'all not stopping me, you know. And eventually, you maybe you could find out where I just went to, but as soon as I walk through this gate, I'm gonna purge my genetic files. So by the time y'all find out where I go, it's gonna go take y'all decades to find out where I went to, you know. So and he asked him the reason I wanted you here because Reed, I want to ask you one question. If the situation was reversed, you had to do it all over again. Would you erase me from existence? And Reed's just like, yes. And he was like, that's what I thought you'd say. Okay. See you later, asshole. See you at the you know, Council of Reed's convention next time I see you. you know? <laughs> and the Illuminati just looks at him disappear and they realize they can't go after him. I mean, they by the time they get to him, it'll be like 20 years from now by the time they find him. So, And that's when we go to the epilogue. Great artist, Steve. Yeah. And it's pretty simple. You know, we've cut back to Gwen Stacy and Peter Parker back in high school. They're teenagers. And they go into the science experiment where, you know, Peter got his powers, you know, and they're basically looking at it and they see the genetic spiders scrawling down. The radioactive spider is right about to bite Peter. But before it bites him, boom, is caught by the maker. <laughs> we don't see his face all the time, but he catches the spider. He was like, oh, that was a good thing. I caught it before it bit you. Or maybe I should have let it bite you just to see what had happened, you know. But in, on second thought, maybe I should keep with me because this little thing has a lot of power and it deserves to be. I need to be responsible with it. And so basically, the maker went back in time in the ultimate universe, rewrote history to catch the radioactive spider to do God knows what. We will find out next issue. Yeah, maybe. is he going to let it bite him or or what? Yeah, what's he going to do with it? Make an <laughs> army of Spider-Men? We don't know. It's not good. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's not good. We got a whole bunch it's of... It's something, yeah, because from what I understand, like Miles is going to be one of the main characters of this series. So Right, because, I mean, he he got to be... I, I'm, I thought it was going to be like, Miles was going to be like a portal to the Ultimate Universe, like, but I guess it wasn't that because he's already just hopped back over there, so... But yeah, but this is going to be a very mild centric book also as far as a maker centric book. So like I said, Hickman doesn't miss. That's just, he just doesn't. So this is here. It's like a three-part story. It probably will have no ramification on the Marvel Universe whatsoever. I don't care. Just, give me Hickman. <laughs> just, just, just let me read it. I'm good. I'm fine. Everything can be, put, yeah. And, and what, and I'm going to admit, I, okay, I loved his Fantastic Four run. Holy shit. Wow. I yeah. did fall off of the Avengers shit, but I did read the Secret Wars event, which is now, awesome. Here's the, now, did you, so you understood the Secret Wars event? Yeah, because all because the you had to read all that Avengers shit just to understand what the fuck was going on. Yeah, I was reading it, and then I got I fell yeah all all that multiversal shit. I I, I just fell off, and yeah. but when the Secret Wars started, yes, I read it and I I I, I put the pieces together. You know, okay. But I did appreciate, yeah, um, what that was. I mean, just as a piece of like comic book storytelling, I think it's like like on elevated. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a modern right. time. <laughs> it's there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, and that's what I was worried when I first picked this up. I was like, oh shit, I got oh it's the ultimate universe shit. It's multiverses and shit. I got like exhausted already because you know how Hickman can drag shit out. Right but after reading this first issue, I was like, no, this is 
And it's a pretty simple book. It's like it wasn't like simple. like even his yeah. X Men books had all this shit in them, all yeah. this words and text, and you had to read all these blurbs and stuff like that. This the was just tens and yeah, this was hundred years, a thousand yeah. years, ten thousand years, and like <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. This was like pretty pretty straightforward, you know. Yeah, like so. if you didn't know anything about it, you just read the story and and you're good to go. Like a few stuff you got to know, you got to know about the Ultimate Universe, but that's really about it. You know. Yeah, you really so. don't need to know. That yeah, you just you know just that it exists. That's that all. existed. That, it, that Miles thing. was from it. Him and Miles are from it. And yeah, that's that's, that's all you really need to know. Other yeah. than and you, you're up and running, you know. Yeah. But yeah, but like I said, you haven't read Secret Wars. Please read it. I'm going to give you an example of some crazy shit that happens in it. Black Panther has the Infinity Gauntlet, raises <laughs> an army of the dead to fight God Doom, who has the powers of all the gods of all the. <laughs> <laughs> right, and they basically fight as a fight, and Black Panther loses, but only loses as a distraction, so they can the other Avengers can do other wild shit. But the book, man, I, I almost want to reread that shit. But yeah. Or what he, yeah, or what, what, <laughs> or what he did to Thanos. <laughs> what we like, yes, what he did to Thanos. He was like, Thanos, like, man, if it was in another universe, I could have fucked you up with the Infinity Gauntlet. And Doom looked like, what? Do you have the Infinity Gauntlet with you now? They're like, no. Okay. Bam! Rip this fucking spine out. <laughs> and it was funny because that was like right when, like, Marvel was like mid deep in their like we were mid deep in the MCU and loving right. all the movies and shit. Like Thanos and, is coming. Thanos is coming. And they basically turned Thanos <laughs> to a jobber, just like. like <laughs> <laughs> no, this sounds like a dope cover, especially with the spider on the whole candy camera. Uh, yeah, Conan. What? Uh, what was it? Titan. Because I, I had that free comic book day. Where the fuck is God, it? God Doom? Yes. God Doom uh, is one of my... Yeah. Man, Doc, God Doom is awesome, man. Doctor Doom recreates the universe. Well, see, the thing was... that We got to talk about Secret Wars. We got to stop talking about, we talk about Secret Wars. Right here. The thing was, the universe was about to get destroyed anyway. Yeah. Doctor Doom found out it was about to be destroyed. So he did some wild the shit. Illuminati was trying to stop it. You know. Yeah. But they couldn't that's stop what, it. Doom that's, that's saved the multiverse. That's what it was. Yeah. It's like... That Avengers run was the Illuminati trying to stop the incursion. The, the incursions, and they, and yeah. they couldn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but Doom stopped it. Like Doom was the one that saved everybody. So, so what he did, he saved everybody. Like he, I'm gonna take a piece of the multiverse, put them in one thing, and I'm gonna hold it together because I saved everybody. I just want everybody to worship me as the God I am. Took the Fantastic Four's family, erased Reed Richards from existing, took Sue Storm as his wife. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is Turned Johnny me? Storm into a son. <laughs> right. <laughs> Made statues of himself in every city, and the yeah. world just worshipped Doom as a god. <laughs> this shit, Thor, man. Like Thor, like a bunch of Thors were cops and shit. Right, they worked for him and shit. You know, <laughs> All yeah. hell, Doom. Man, that book was... Please, everybody, please, go read... If you don't read any comic that we recommend here, go read Secret and Wars. Even <laughs> some of those... Uh, those tie-ins, like... Like some of the tie-ins were America, better than that. Yo. Captain America like being the barber riding devil dinosaur through that wasteland and battle well, world. Weird, weird world, yeah. All weird this shit. world, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One more day, yeah. That Mayday Parker was in that, so yeah. So or the Western. That's where Red Wolf came when they brought back Red Wolf. There was like that old Western that was, was like, yeah. It was like uh uh Wilson Fisk was like the mayor of this old West town and <laughs> Fucking Tony Stark was like the he was like Doc Brown, the inventor, and Captain America was like the sheriff and shit. Oh shit. I I make me want to read that shit again, man. It was it was yeah. awesome. It, it, that's classic. That's a five out of five book. If there's ever been a five out of five book, that is a classic book. Matter of yeah. fact, 
letting you know that's actually what Marvel is building to right now. Like all these movies are coming out like 2025, 2026. If they can yeah. get this Jonathan Majors shit taken care of, which they'll probably just falsify information and just whatever. Who cares? <laughs> but the point is they're building two secret wars. So all this crazy shit we're talking about, you're going to see it on the big screen. It's going to happen. They're trying to make this shit happen. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, next book. <laughs> what you got oh. next? <laughs> so is your score, is this a five out of five? <laughs> I can't give it a five out of five yet. I can't give it a five out of five yet. I'm going to say 4.5 out of five. It is strong. It is strong. But I got to see where it's going. I got to see where it's, it's going. Fun. I'm I'm into it. Don't get me wrong. I'm into it. And, but, yeah. and this is only four issues. No, I think it's three. No, I, oh, really? Well, then he's that's even Because you know how Hickman works. Right. He takes. It, it's the long game. He it's plays the long, long game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he got that. Yeah. That we're, not even, we're not even going to talk about his Fantastic Four run. We're not even going to yeah, talk about that. Because that's some fucking mind blowing shit. I like the future what? foundation and you had to read two, <laughs> but it's awesome. It's awesome. Like it's oh, yeah. awesome. It's like, just like, Oh, that, that's what she just had me just like, what the fuck am I reading? This, he made fantastic four cool again. <laughs> he made, he made him cool. I was like, man, this is some crazy God doom. Ain't got nothing on Franklin Richards. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so what, what you got? Yes, next? That is true. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess on to DC. Yeah. I will do Nightwing. Okay. Is this my book of the week? <laughs> Every book is your book of the week. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good week. I gotta say, it was a good week. <laughs> it was a good week. I don't lie. It was a good week. No, that's that's tight. Um, Nightwing one hundred and five. You are Nightwing. I am Nightwing. Nice. You are Night. We are. We are Which, Nightwing. <laughs> okay, Starfire. Okay, let's let's see. Where, where are we going first? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this is Tom Taylor and what's his name? Bruno, uh, what's the guy's name again? Bruno Redanti, or how do you say his name? Mm-hmm. But he's um, been the guy that's been on all the Nightwing Redondo, Redondo. Redondo, okay. Yeah, doing the art. Um, and this whole book is in the point of view of Nightwing. Okay. So as you can see, that's, you know. So we, we do put- get a Starfire sex scene, right? It's- we, I mean, it's so just, we do not. He does. It does begin with him waking up in bed with Barbara Gordon. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah. Good consolation prize. And and I'm and not like we, not wheelchair Barbara. Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! We're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it's all in the point of view of 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 uh, Nightwing. You know that he wakes up in bed with Barbara. The dog licks him. Um, he gets a phone call from uh, his sister, who the mayor. Um, Zuko basically whatever. said, yeah. "Yeah, Zuko, the mayor says, hey, there's a biological uh, weapon on a train.' So him and Batgirl suit up and they go out to stop this uh, biological weapon. They get on the train. They find um, one of um, one half of Double Dare. These twins, these twin thieves. These, mm-hmm. uh, you know." Um, and they're basically saying, wait, wh- wh- where's the bomb? Where's the bioweapon bomb? She says, there's no bioweapon bomb. It's like, we, we went to that, I forget the corporation's name. We went to that corporation and stole a cure for a virus that we're trying to release into a, a country to give it to the people because it's, you know, this, it's one of Dictator those uh, or, yeah. Screlly, Martin Screlly motherfuckers who are oh, you know, okay, charging yeah. way, way so much money for a cure. And, Gosh, um, okay. and, uh, and so, 
we we ripped it off. She injected the 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 antidote into herself, and she was going to go to this country to save this outbreak, you know. But her sister got caught, you know. Mm-hmm. So they basically said, well, you know, since you're you know, and they're twins, you know, well, since you got red hair, I guess Barbara will just dress up as you know you because you know you got red hair, she's got red hair, and we'll go we'll go try and rescue her. But while that right when they do that a bomb comes and like a missile takes out the train. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, it does a big wreckage and shit. Nightwing escapes. Um, and he ends up going to uh, the, um, that, that corporation, you know, and it turns out that corporation is run by heartless. I don't know if you remember heartless, that villain who was ripping out people's hearts. Yeah, and, and putting him inside himself. Um, I forget his name, Lyle Shelton. So Heartless is basically was a bully that Dick Grayson knew back in school, but now he's grown up to be Heartless, and now Heart and this guy's you know head of this corporation that made this cure, you know, and and Nightwing's like, okay, you're gonna pay for your crimes. It's like what crimes? It ain't illegal to charge money for medicine. Is what's all I'm doing? Yeah, but it's immoral. You know, you can't right. charge, you know, make it so expensive that people who need it can't afford it. He's like, yeah, I could do what I, but it's not illegal either. Is it? What about your mercenaries that blew up a train? Oh, I didn't know they were going to do that. They just worked for me. I just fired them. They were just a security mm-hmm. force. I fired them. So basically there's nothing Nightwing could do, you know, right. So, okay. We will meet again and I'll take, you know, we, you know, we shall meet again. So then he's within his legal rights to do what he's doing. So yeah. Yeah. So then he, he goes back to Barbara and she's still in uh what's her name? The 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 one double dare chick they take off, they they that double dare takes off to go save the people with the cure. Um and Barbara Gordon still dressed up as the de- double dare chick and they're like, hey, you should keep that costume, you know. <laughs> and then they go away. So obviously they're gonna have some kinky cosplay. Some kind sex. of role playing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically where it ends. But um this was just fun. It was just cool to see these guys have been doing cool art from the guests. This whole run, this Tom Taylor run and Redondo. Is that his name again? Or did I say it wrong? Yeah, Redondo. They've been experimenting or just doing art that's that you don't normally see in comics. They're taking they're taking inf- inspiration from manga and different, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, art styles. And they, like, they've been you know, real creative. Like, yeah, yes, that's it is. They've been thinking out of the box as far as the art style and right. telling these stories. And, you know, this they, you could just say, oh, this is a gimmick. It's a it's a POV, you know, version of, of a comic book where you're just seeing everything from Nightwing's perspective. But mm-hmm. they've been doing shit like this. You know what I mean? Right. You know, so it's just cool to see them still sort of pushing... The envelope, like the, the, ba- as... the right, but the pushing the envelope and the boundaries of the medium. Like, yeah, what a... can you do? What what can you do with a comic to tell a story? Yeah, the with comic book storytelling and with comic book art, you know, and that, that's what's cool about this, you know. Because this so, type yeah. of story probably wouldn't work in any other medium. Not definitely not live action. We've tried. We've oh, seen yeah. hardcore Henry also like that. It didn't work yeah. the same. You know? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and the, and the story is just a simple, you know, uh, you know, he's chasing after some crooks, and but the the fact that you know, we're seeing it through Nightwing's Nightwing's perspective, mm-hmm. and the creative uses of 
mirrors and reflections and stuff. There's like a really cool panel where he saves uh, the one dare, double dare chick and they swing onto, you know, the the window, you know, of a build of a skyscraper, but it's a glass skyscraper. So you can see the reflection, you mm -hmm. know, so there's stuff like that. You see, you know, he's Nightwing's brushing his teeth or Nightwing's, you know, you know, doing a, a video call and you see his reflection. So you're, you're always reminded that it's Nightwing, you know, so that, it's just the creative ways that they used to, to get that across, to still remind you, yes, this is Dick Grayson and shit. So yeah, I, I really dug on this. This is really cool. So and this book is still awesome. The Nightwing run, Tom Taylor's Nightwing one, they still haven't lost me. Four out of five. Dope shit. I wonder how long it's gonna take before another comic book steal that idea. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Yeah. All right. So next book I'm going to do sadly, that is my last book. <laughs> oh, this, this, all, this is all I got. So because like I said, Hickman, it took a lot out of him. So yeah. So it was the expensive. Yeah, it was expensive. So <laughs> the next book I'm going to do is Superman number five. Uh, did you did you read this? I did read this. You did read this. Okay, I cool. Did read you, this. It popped you, up on Comixology, and but I couldn't get it because I didn't have internet. But I did get. It. <laughs> okay, well at least you got a chance to check it out. So, like I said, direct uh, continuation from the last book that we read with the Kryptonite Claw, and it was fighting Silver Banshee, and we're gonna pick up from there. So, and then it, the book ended with a cliffhanger that. Silver, uh, Jimmy Olsen was trying to say Silver Banshee because he he's in love with him. So yeah. So anyway, once upon a time in Metropolis, we do like this little meet cute thing where Silver Banshee in her human form is putting up flyers for her band. You know, one on flyer because of the wind, and who catches it? Jimmy Olsen. You know, her band's called the Banshees too. Her band is called the Banshees. Yep. And she's like, oh, that's kind of old school. You putting up flyers? I like old school. What do you think about bow ties? <laughs> very old school so you got this meat cute going on right now you know doo, 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 doo. dream weaver <laughs> <laughs> all that shit so yeah and then see i didn't know they were that serious they actually moved in together you know i thought they were just like hooking up in the last book they moved in together they're serious so and like i said how i knew the telltale clues that jimmy olsen was in the room with them jimmy olsen was telling all the crazy shit he did the time I turned into a giant turtle and a monkey and a porcupine and a werewolf and all the shit like that. You know, each time Superman he had to save me or kick my ass one or the other, you know. So, yeah. So, and this is when we came to the last issue where we see Silver Banshee making Pop-Tarts for two people. But we didn't see Jimmy in the last book. But now we see Jimmy was in the next room. You know, feel I realize he's late. And that's when uh, he's singing. You know, he's singing, listen to the... Now, this is a Rod Sterling song. Now... <laughs> If Jimmy Olsen was going to sing a Rod Sterling song, why are you not singing If You Want My Body and You Think I'm Sick? Rod, Rod Stewart? Yeah, <laughs> come on, baby. That's what that's the Rod Stewart song you're supposed to sing. Not listen to Rhythm of Heart. That's all I'm saying. You know, if you're going to sing in the shower, <laughs> you know. Anyway, he goes in there, he goes outside, and Silver Banshee's gone because she's been kidnapped by the bad guys, you know. So we cut to present time. Silver Banshee got into a fight, Superman, fucking him, trap, like that. Jimmy Olsen standing between her and Superman, like, I love her. You know, and that's what Silver Banshee, like, you you love me because he's never said it before. And he was like, Yeah, I was I was gonna tell you at the right time. I just didn't know when the right time to tell you, you know. And Lex, and Lex was like, Okay, yeah, cut all this sappy shit, man. I don't care. How the fuck this dumbass fall in love with a supervillain? Superman, this is your problem right now. You can't <laughs> save the world because you're always saving his dumbass from himself. 
because <laughs> I mean, I mean the best Superman stories are Jimmy Olsen doing fucked up shit. Those are the best Superman stories that Superman has to get him out of trouble. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. So basically Superman is just like, look, man, I'm trying to help her. He was like, and but the thing is, anytime Superman gets close to her, he, he keeps getting attacked by silver banshees banshees you know and she's like i'm not the one doing it the banshees are doing that shit they're attacking them on their own i'm not trying to fight superman and lex luther is in his ear telling him superman you gotta stop banshee they, now the bad guys already said that she has some connection to the phantom zone so if you can cut off her connection to the phantom zone you'll beat her he's like but do it without hurting her and Superman's like, okay, that's what I thought you were going to say, Lex. Now now we're working together. Now we're on the same page. Lex Luthor always talking about, like, why don't you kneecap this villain or some shit like that? But now he's trying to do it without him. So he's seeing Superman's side, you know. So Banshee's just like, look, I can't do this. I got I to gotta get out of here. Otherwise, I'm old. We get to the Super Corps. Now, the Super Corps is like Lex Luthor's guys that work for him. And Mercy Graves is in charge, like, this, the second in command. Of course, the, the CEO of it is Superman. And Lex and uh, Marsh is just like, look, I got this gun that Lex Luthor built to take down Super Banshee. All you got to do is just shoot it with this gun, and that will take her out. You know, like, Superman's like, okay, cool. Let me see that gun. Crunch. Crunch is in half. He's like, look, why every time that a villain goes crazy, Lex Luthor has a gun to kill him? Like, like, or do you want to help or not, Superman? Like, look, I would do this myself. So if Super Banshee flies off. She's like, look, I don't want to hurt Superman. I don't hurt anybody in Metropolis. I'm going to just fly off where I can't hurt anybody. You know, and that's when Superman just like, don't worry, Jimmy, I'll go. And Jim just grabs Superman's cape. He tugs on Superman's cape. <laughs> and she's like, no, Superman, you can't do that. You got to You got to take me with you. You're like, no, I can't take you with you, Jimmy. It's too dangerous. He's like, listen, pal. And I like that. He's like, he pulled Superman's car right there. Because the thing is, Superman has always treated Jimmy as a friend. He's like, if you really my friend, you would take me to go see the woman I love. Because if it was vice versa, you would do everything in your power to find a woman you love, Superman. So don't treat me like some regular ass citizen. So treat me like your favorite pal. And Superman's like, damn. Okay, he pulled my card on that one. So, okay. And he talks to Mark Marcy. And he's like, Marcy? Mercy? Talks to Mercy. And he's just like, uh, y'all give me one of your jetpacks. And he takes a jetpack. And next thing we see, <laughs> Jimmy Olsen and Superman flying <laughs> to the rescue. Not This is an awesome ass panel. Is it dumb as fuck? Yes, it is. Still awesome. I love it. Don't care. So, yeah, so Superman and Jimmy Olsen are flying to Super Banshee's rescue. And even though Superman destroyed the gun, he took the power source out of the gun. He's going to use that to try to uh, secure Silver Banshee. So, yeah. So, and she's just like screaming, get away from me. And they attack Superman one more time. And while they attack, and that's when Jimmy starts talking to him. And, he, and, and Silver Banshee's like, look, I don't love you, Jimmy. I don't love you. I lied. I gotta say that because if I don't do what they want me to do, the bad guys will kill everybody I love. But if I tell you I don't love you, they won't come after you. You know. And she's like, I don't believe you. I know you love me. I love it when you because I know everything about you. I know you Superman villain to begin with, even though that's my best friend. And she basically says all the sweet shit that just you know gets back on the page. And that's when uh, Superman's like, look, Silver Banshee. I need you to scream as loud as you can. If you scream as loud as you can, I'm going to use this, this uh, power source to capture your screams, and that will cure you. And then she does. So she lets it loose, and Superman's like in the, in the dead center of it, and he's like, damn, I can barely hear what's going on. Jimmy, you all right, Jimmy? And they're just making out in, in the sky, <laughs> you know, <laughs> joining the Mile High Club. So, yeah. So, basically, they're just like, uh, they checked out Silver Banshee. Silver Banshee says it's going to be fine. And they're trying to get some intel on that guy that basically get him. 
and basically Jimmy, you know, saying, I love you. And so Ben saying, I love you. But Superman is pissed. So Superman flies out of here, flies back to the space where those guys were. He like, I know y'all hear me. Show yourself right now. I'm tired of you going after my friends just to come after me. And this was like, greetings, Superman. You know, and that's when the bad guys, Dr. Farmer Graffitt, is like, you know why we're doing this, right? We're not doing this because of you. We're doing this because of Lex Luthor. You can't trust him. He, I know you're trying to turn him into a good guy, but he will never be a good guy. Matter of fact, when next time you see Luther, ask him about Project Chain. You're like, what's, pro- what's Project Chain? Like, ask him and find out. You know, and then they disappear, and that's it. But the thing is, Superman realized there was a side effect from his fight with Silver Banshee is that that taking that blast to this to the ear, his superhuman his superhearing is gone. But they said it'll come back within a day or so, so he'll be fine. But as right now for the night, he long he has no superhearing. So they go, at, oh, and Marilyn Moon Knight is looking over them, who I'm pretty sure we'll find out later on, but that's for another for another time. So, but where are they going? They are going on a double date with Jimmy Olsen and Silver Banshee. She's performing tonight. So he like, oh, but Jimmy Olsen's like, I want y'all to meet my girlfriend, Silver Banshee. She's good, you know, and, she, and she's like, I've been talking all about you. And I, it took me two times to read this, but, I see Clark gave uh, Jimmy a dap. That's the bro dap right there. You know, when you introduce <laughs> your girlfriend. Yeah. And you're like, you're like, oh, I see you, Jimmy. I see you. I, I didn't notice. I'm just noticing that now. Too. Yeah. You're like, uh-huh. You pulled the baddie, Jimmy. I see you. <laughs> you know. So Clark has his approval. So she's like, okay, I'm about to perform. Uh, and watch you perform. And they, the band. And she heard well, one, two, three, bow ties. So she's doing a song about Jimmy. <laughs> You know, bow ties, yeah. Yeah, she's in an all-female punk band. Yeah. She's in an all-female <laughs> punk band, yeah. And and Clark is like, wow. She's like, yeah, she's pretty good. Like, no, not wow. Wow, I can hear them, and I don't need headphones because the thing is, his super hearing is so potent, he can't really appreciate music because he has like toned down his hearing to like hear music. But since his super hearing is gone, he can just hear music like a regular person and just appreciate it. He like as of right now, I can hear nothing outside of this bar. All I hear is Silver Banshee's music, and that's it. And I'm enjoying it. I'm going to sit here and enjoy myself right now. So this is it, and we're having a good-ass time, you know. And but meanwhile, Lex Luthor is trying to talk to him, but since Super, Superman's super hearing is gone, Superman can't hear him, you know. Meanwhile, Lex Luthor is actually kind of like pouring his heart out to him right now. He's like, man, I wish we could, if I did it all over again, I would have been friends with you in Smallville. We would have been friends. Things could have been different. I could have been a hero. Who knows what could have happened? So he's telling him all this stuff pouring out his heart but superman can't hear any of this so meanwhile the guards lead him to the cafeteria but it ain't the cafeteria (laughs) turns out these two guys are waiting for him in this place and they have shanks in the hand and he's like don't worry lex no one can hear you and he's calling for superman and they just shank the shit out of him in the prison (laughs) oh is that that is that the what's that villain's name again farm Uh, farm and uh no no they're just guys they're just oh, guys they're just, they're, prison guys. They're just okay. prisoners yeah okay they were probably told by uh them or maybe they just don't like lex luther they just decided to stab him. who knows <laughs> you know and the whole time lex luther is calling for superman superman help me they're stabbing the yeah. shit out of me and superman's just living his life you know He's just partying yeah just partying yeah he can't hear him because silver banshee fucked up a superhero so he can't hear lex luther getting the shit shanked out of him you know and (laughs) he's like superman help me you know why he's bleeding out on the ground to be continued like that was a fucked up ending but yeah (laughs) yeah 
So actually pretty good story. Like I said, Joseph Williams is writing everything under the sun. He wrote the story also, but it was a good story. It was, you know, it had heart. Pretty had heart. Like they really, it's really just superheroes just beating up superheroes like that. But this was a heartfelt story with Jimmy Olsen, Professor's love to supervillain, you know. And no, it was cool. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm digging Superman these days. Yeah, easy breezy book, get in, get out, you know. I don't know what's gonna happen next issue, but I'm on board. So yeah, let's do it go. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. So uh yes, yeah, so what you got next? Uh well, since we're on DC, I will do Titans number Teen two. Titans go, Teen Titans. Okay, there we go. So uh picking up where we left off last issue, where you okay. know I, I did flash... I did read the last issues. So. Yeah, where flat flash has been shot. Somebody shot flash. Like, how the fuck do you do that? Right. So that, uh yeah. yeah, they determined that. That flash that got shot is a future flash. So he got shot and he jumped on the, the treadmill, the speed force treadmill, just in time to get back to the present to let everybody know that he's going to get shot in the future. So present day <laughs> flash is still alive. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I had to, re- I had to read that fucking panel like wait 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 what <laughs> now keep in mind that's your average flash comic you just explained right there that's yeah. how all of them read so yeah. wait 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 it's like wait 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 what, what's happening now <laughs> this is the future see the future me went back in time to go get it, that, and then and then the whole time they're talking about like dna and like the evidence the the tread on his shoes uh basically matches the treadmill and all this shit, and they they they, they ran because Dick is a detective, and all yeah, this and he's he's not a clone, and 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 uh, Starfire, whoever's like, oh, this ain't no alien or like an impersonate. It ain't no it ain't no Martian Manhunter shit or whatever, right? You know, this is the real Flash. So, or Wally, you know, and then Wally shows up like, hey y'all, like, oh <laughs> cool. So this is this is future you that's dead. <laughs> <You know? laughs> So yeah, basically Flash got shot before he died because he's the Flash and he's so fast. He jumped on the treadmill, got back in time and died on the doorsteps of Titan's Tower. So um, it turns out that some of the evidence on him that there was fire, like like wooded fire. And there's a there just happens to be a forest fire going on on some other across the planet. So they all go to put out this forest fire. You know, of course, Beast Boy's freaking out. All the animals are freaking out and shit. And, uh, you know, Starfire, like, you know, portals a big lake onto the fire and puts it out. And mm-hmm. they're trying to figure it out, you know, who, who, to, you know, who did this? You know, we need to figure out who did this. You know, so they go back to, you know, back to Titan's Tower and they're having like their teen moments, you know, you know, they're, they're you know, the soap opera moment. They do, they do take time to have those human, you know, teen drama shit going on. Uh, would it, would that, it shock you to find out that Teen Titans were kind of inspired by X Men when they first came out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that inspired the New Mutants. That inspired the New Mutants, and yeah, X Men a a, a a a teen book with superpowers, <laughs> right? <laughs> with emotional teen drama and you know, like that. So yeah, uh, it's, it's all. Uh, yes, Fat T, Starfire is thick. I, uh, yeah, this is for y'all's view and pleasure. Yes, I'm glad you the, left it up there. Like I said, this that, is this, this here. I'll blow it up. <laughs> that's why I said if if they if they were really wanting to cast Starfire in a movie, get the thickest ass Latina you could find. <laughs> you get a hair red, and there you go. You know? Yeah, this is the 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 swimsuit 
issue or the swimsuit <laughs> uh, variant that I chose to put. <laughs> um, so while they're chilling in Titan's Tower, they're watching TV. It turns out the Church of Blood, who they were fighting, one of their oldest villains, Brother Blood and all that shit, they're He's on TV. Back. And they're, re- they're basically trying to rebrand. Like we're no we're no longer a death cult trying to bring about the end of the world. We actually want to save the earth. Uh oh. They're still a wanna, cult, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're still a cult. We want to save the earth. What we're trying to do is find a planet to bring all the humans to because Earth is dying. So send your pledge to us and we'll fund this save the humans <laughs> and find another planet, you know, campaign. Um They're not a and, cult, they're a church. Yeah. yeah. And um <laughs> And if you don't put in, even the inter, inter, even the interview said, "Oh well, you guys like have been like super villains before and tried to like destroy the earth." I said, "Well, if you don't trust us, why don't you trust one of our colleagues?" And it Tempest. Tempest. Oh, oh. Remember he was Aqualad. in last issue. Aqualad. Yeah. Aqualad. Yeah. He he was. Remember they were trying to recruit Aqualad last issue, and he's like, "Nah, man, I'm good." <laughs> didn't i say that he was going to show up again I, I knew he was going to show up again it just yeah so they're like yeah so yeah he's he's joined our our church too he's a part of our congregation now and uh and yeah the titans are like what the actual hell <laughs> right <laughs> That's so uh pretty fun um yeah it's sort of that you know the whole religious you know, commentary on, you know, cults trying to rebrand, trying to pretend there's something they ain't, you know what I mean? Right. Trying to Scientology like use, and all this. use celebrities as, you know, for their, you know, to get followers and celebrity endorsements and all that shit. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, you know, four out of five. Cool, cool. I'll check it out from there. Uh, shoot, any other ones you got? Or... Yeah, I got one more. Okay. I'll try not to rant too long. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, let's see. Come on now. Okay. This one. I will do Godzilla. Okay. Here be dragons. Like I said, I talked about Street Fighter for like 45 minutes, so have at it. <laughs> Godzilla, here be dragons, number one. This is a new Godzilla comic from IDW. It's basically pirates versus Godzilla. Oh, that's what um, Gomer was talking about. Okay. Yeah. Um, this takes place back in the 1500s. This pirate is basically in the gallows, right about to be executed. And he said, let me tell you my tale of woe. <laughs> and um, give me some rum and I will spin you a tale. Of, you know. So he basically tells a story about how um, these pirates found a treasure. Um, they buried it on monster island um and then some other pirates went to go find it and then they did find it and then when they got there godzilla popped out of the water basically that's pretty much it it is there's very little godzilla in this book it is basically a build-up this is basically a pirate tale the Mm -hmm. art i gotta say the art is awesome you know um and it's just a pirate, you know, there's history. They're talking about the Spanish 
you know, the Spanish queen who sent them on the voyage to go map the earth and shit of the, the age of explore, exploration, quote unquote, mm-hmm. you know, um, or should I say the age of colonization? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when all these assholes jumped on boats and sailed and fucked up everywhere, everywhere they sailed to. Um, <laughs> so uh, it was fun. Um, very Godzilla shows up at the last um, panel. Um, my one gripe about this is there was a scene where the pirates were being chased by the Spanish Armada. Mm-hmm. And there's a big old battle at sea. And I was like, okay, okay, Godzilla, pop up, rise from mm-hmm. the depths, and take right. out these. Eat, eat, eat a few Spaniards, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> eat, eat these conquistador assholes. But sadly, mm-hmm. Godzilla did not eat those conquistadors. So, damn it. <laughs> I was like, damn, you did you Godzilla's had one job. canceled. You had one job, comic. <laughs> <laughs> Godzilla um, pops up with a mega hat. I'm on their yeah. side. <laughs> hey, on both sides. On both sides. <laughs> Good people on both sides. <laughs> um, but this was fun. Um, as far as Godzilla popping up, why is Godzilla popping up in 1500s? When I was going to ask that, uh, but I was like, isn't he ready? But I was like, maybe I don't know my Godzilla lore. I don't know. Um, well, I believe that this is going off the legendary monster verse. The movies, the recent movies, uh-huh. where they've established that these titans, monarch and all that shit, that these titans have been on Earth for since ancient times. Oh, so okay. that's what I'm pretty much. So, so what you're saying is that Godzilla wasn't necessarily created by the radioactive era, but probably yes. reawakened by the radioactive era. But he that, like 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 in the movie, those those recent movies. The, yeah, you know, the, like he was the already American there. Made. They just kind of just woke him up. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's fun. Like, yeah, if you want to see Godzilla take on some pirates and have fun, it's fine. Cool. Whatever. Um, my thing as a Godzilla fan is like his origin of being mute, you know, created by the atomic age is fundamental to his character. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but whatever, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like that's, that's, that's inherently a part of what Godzilla is. Godzilla is a warning of man's, you know, trying to outwit nature. Godzilla is nature's, you know, revenge on mankind. Wickedness. You know? <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, by making him, by taking that away, it kind of, kind of takes away what his, his, his purpose, what the purpose of all those Godzilla movies are. And you can say, oh, who cares? And but I hate it when people say that. Oh, they're just stupid monster movies. They're not. They're not right. stupid monster movies. They they had a purpose. Even when they were campy kids movies, he was a protector of the weather, of the of the earth, you know. Right. Godzilla you don't have to do Godzilla all... for adults. The message yeah. was already there. Yeah. Um, Godzilla's always been a warning of basically nature's, you know, uh pat, you know, the mankind's crimes against nature coming back to haunt him, so to speak right you know um so yeah that that that's the thing you know sure it's fun to have him be a pirate and yeah and i know though some of them <clears throat> excuse me some of the movies have been weird and that involve time travel you know monster island and you know like even in the haishi era i'm i won't get too deep but um but yeah i mean godzilla's always been this sort of warning against man's you know, 
uh, meddling with weapons of mass destruction, with, with the, the atomic age, with nuclear weapons and stuff. I mean, for those who don't know, Godzilla's skin. Here's something dark. Godzilla's skin, his texture, was inspired by the burn victims of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Oh, wow. So, um, so yeah, that, that's just inherently a part of Godzilla. You know, um, but other than that, this was fun. You know, like I said, this is taken, like, it seems to be part of the legendary monster verse, the, the, the American made where he was, monsters have just been existing on earth. Like, cause even, uh, you know, Rodan and they, yeah, they, they all came, they were all just on earth in ancient times in those movies. And he was just awakened. So sure, whatever. Um, and this, but other than that, this was pretty fun. You know, um, I'm hoping for for some more Godzilla kaiju action in the next book because this is just laying the groundwork, just setting up the world, and Godzilla doesn't show up to the last page. But uh, but yeah, it was fun. I, I had fun with it. And the art is cool. The art is really cool. So I think I'm on board. <laughs> okay, we'll see. Four out of five. Cool. Okay, we'll see how it goes. All right. Like I said, that's all the books we got. Oh, hold up, we got here. Hope there's nothing crazy. Uh, oh. once we have a good string, 100 views. For, oh, yeah, something crazy. That's what I thought. <laughs> no, we will not buy your dick pills. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we're gonna say, uh, yeah, so like I said, right before we get out of here, we do want to say shout out to my boss. My boss sent me a thumb drive in the mail. Now, okay. I, didn't, I didn't think you got one, but he sent me a thumb drive in the mail. Of course, I am cautious of everything, so I did not put the thumb drive in my computer, which I recommend nobody does. <laughs> but I did put it in my iPad because I have an iPad where I can put a thumb drive in it. That way I can read it. That way if there aren't any viruses, won't catch any virus on it and watch what's on it. And this, what was on it? Let me see if I can pull this up. Believe Godzilla back there. So want to send out the thanks, my, uh, my boss for the love. Where is that thing? Okay, so here we go. We're going to start off with, yeah. Hello, Leroy and Eli. This is Miles Ritchie over at Crush Comics in Castro Valley, California. We wanted to wish you a very happy 300th episode of Comic Book Bullies. Uh, we, on behalf of a whole bunch of other comic shops, are happy that you guys are talking about the stuff that we're interested in, sharing pop culture, and uh, just being awesome. So thank you very much. So that's one, and he sent another one also. Hi, I'm Anna. I'm, I'm Perry. I'm Steve. We're from Elusive Comics, and we would like to cry, Brad. I can English. We can congratulate Comic Book Bullies on their 300th episode, and we wish them many, many more. Congratulations! Yay! So I have no idea how long ago he sent that. He probably sent it like a month ago, and we're just not catching on to it. But I just had a look at my mail, saw something from that. I was like, let me just open this up, see what's in it. So, so yeah, shout out to uh, my boss sending that. Yeah, that, that's that's, that's awesome. I mean, yeah. I, I'm like, yeah, I'm quite. <laughs> Quite taken back, you know. I, 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 you know, I. We come on here and talk shit, and half the time I, we forget the shit that we say. Yeah, we just, we just <laughs> come here and talk shit and talk about the yeah. shit we like. I, I have no idea that I, like people are like digging it, and we're like, yeah. you know, that. I, so yeah, shout out to my boss. Thanks for listening, and you know, I know he's, you know, he's been listening for a while, but yeah, that that's a really cool gesture and just showing us that people are out there digging our shit. That that's yeah. That's so like, you anybody know, else? Just, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm taken back, actually. <laughs> yeah, so anybody just here that just like to hear just talk shit all the time for just about goofy shit that we find interesting, you know, that's what it's yeah. for. You know, preach here and you know, just preach it for listening. So, like I said, we you've been here this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. I mean, hell, 
you like listen to us this long, you might as well <laughs> like subscribe at least 30 seconds. Give us 30 seconds of your time. Yeah. That's all. You know. Oh, uh, hold on. Oh, even Fat T's in there. Yeah. Congrats. Well, thanks, T. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Fat T. Yeah. So, like I said, this is episode 305 right here. So, we just keep it on trucking. So, uh, and the funny thing is, like, we've done this many episodes. And I do feel like we're always bringing like new stuff to it, like stuff we've never done before. You know, like new information, new things, new comics, you know. Uh, it's cool. You got definitely deserve it. Appreciate it. So, yeah. So, but yeah, just appreciate everybody just sticking around. So, until we'll, we'll bring up something next week, I don't know what we're gonna do, but we'll find something else. But until then, yeah. it's Leroy. This is Eli. Talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. Sure.